It's time for Apple Farm Chatter, your podcast for all things Apple Farm Service. The latest ag news, dealership events, and upcoming trends. Put on your work clothes. Apple Farm Chatter begins now. Hello and welcome to Apple Farm Chatter. This is Kent Holmes here speaking with two gentlemen here from Klaus. And uh, so we uh, actually just had our Klaus hay baler and and hay tools clinic here at West College Corner. And uh, we thought we might as well snag you guys and ask some questions for you guys before we take off. So we have Dean Winter. And uh, Dean is our sales specialist here for Klaus. And we have uh, Jim Priest, who is a product manager here for, or product specialist for Klaus. That's right. That's right. And I um, appreciate you guys for coming out. So what what all was, was covered over the clinics today? What, what, what was the main, main theme of the clinics? Well, the first thing, we had a few guys show up, and we had a baler, a couple balers in the clinic, in the shop, as well as a disco mower, and a Volto tether, and a liner rake. And we just went over some of the features of of those products with the customers that were in attendance. Um, talked about some new features we offer as well as from a product side and service side. We had product and service representation here. So we were able to answer some of the questions they had. So, yeah, it turned out to be a nice little clinic. Okay. And Jim, what, what from customers you talked with, what were some of the biggest questions that they had? So just as far as... Adjusting settings on their baler, you know, I'm having X problem. How do I remedy that sort of thing? As well as going over some updates to uh, our latest machine, just letting the customers know what what all's changed and how uh, what things we've fixed and changed over the years. Okay, and and I guess we've been carrying Klaus since before. Well, when it was West College Corner Implement. And then we've carried it over when it's been Apple Farm Service. So we, we've been really lucky to have customers that have been with Klaus for, uh, gosh, decades. Not just years, but, but decades. And um, so that's been nice. And so uh, Klaus is always changing. There's always new things coming out. So I guess what, what's a sneak peek for those maybe that make it to the Louisville Farm Show or maybe even um, if there's any secrets from R&D you're allowed to share. <laughs> what's, what's new with Klaus on, on the hay and forage side? So this... This last August, we just came out with our 500 series variant, which is an update from the 400 series that's uh, currently sitting around on dealer lots across the country. Uh, a lot of updates to that machine, completely redesigned the net wrap, uh, completely new monitor, fully ISO bus compatible, color, touch screen, a uh, couple new uh, knife bank options for your heavy duty machines as well. Okay, and and I know when you hear ISO and ISO bus, which is a pretty common word for farmers here, um, so it will work with all colors. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, if you've got a got a tractor with an ISO bus compatible terminal, you can run it straight through your tractor terminal. Okay. Okay. And then, Dean, question for you. Because you're sitting over at Dean, I think I was going to ask you a question. No, I'm, I'm just waiting. <laughs> uh, so on on the sales side for Klaus, kind of what what do you see? Because it seems like things for everybody was rocky in inventory, and maybe how do you see the future for for Klaus um, and how they're handling all the changes with the supply chain? Okay, yes, as you know, obviously the last couple of years has been a 
<laughs> difficult at, at, at best uh, with the supply chain issues. Fortunately, at Kloss, honestly, as a whole, our inventory levels were not largely affected. Um, we did have some late arrivals, but uh, for the most part, we were able to fill all of our orders and, and our retails. Uh, moving forward, we have done a little adjustment to kind of plan ahead to make sure we don't get in a predicament. Um, moving to an allocation style system. Um, so we are, you know, hedging our hedging our forecast a little bit up front so that we don't get ourselves in a predicament. Um, but all in all, sales um, have been been steady. Um, going in right now, obviously this time of year is a little slow, but uh, as the weather's starting to turn, the interest in Baylor hay tools are are picking up, as well as we still have quite a bit of interest in our in our big equipment, combines, forage harvesters, tractors. So, looking forward to twenty three and beyond. Sure, sure, and and for those that are listening, um, we have been a Klaus Hay and Forage dealer um, for gosh decades. Um, but that's one thing we carry Case New Holland at the other brands, but Klaus is, is an odd one. We just carry their hay and forage. So that's what I was learning about the new thing that's coming out, the ISO bus. It works with all all colors, plays nice in the sandbox. Yes. Um, uh, and speaking of new equipment, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but uh, new equipment. You know, Jim mentioned the variant Baylor is new this year, the 500 series. Along with in our other lines, the liner rakes, there are some new models, especially in the twin twin rake market. Um, some also some new mower options, some larger three point models, um, some triple mowers that are going to have some new features to them. So yeah, we across the board we've got we've got several new interesting products coming. Okay, and. Follow up question with that, um, because I know Jim, you were saying that before Kloss, you were doing marketing for a New Holland dealer. Dean, you've been working with Kloss for I don't know how many years, past my time. Twenty years now. Twenty years. So you guys have a good foot and a good idea of industry industry trends. What, what do you guys see for the future of hay, hay and forage? Where where do you think technology is going to go? Where, where do you think the industry is going to be going? I guess I can ask you first, Jim. Oh, boy, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I definitely see, uh, as far as hay and forage goes, a lot of farmers are adopting more newer farming practices, I suppose, uh, more European-style hay and foraging operations. Uh, you're seeing less, less wheel rakes, more rotary rakes, uh, less economy balers, more more complex silage balers, a lot more wet hay in the future for sure. Uh, the tight windows that we're getting nowadays to put up dry hay, it's a lot easier to just buy a wrapper, get your hay done in a day or two, and then then have a higher quality feed product at the end of the day to show for it. Okay. Dean, what, what's your thoughts? I would agree with a lot with all, with all that. And then, uh, Yes, you're going to see, just like you have in all the other markets, larger machines, you know, more productivity, so better efficiencies, getting more done with the time at hand, um, autonomous systems, um, self-adjusting, you know, systems allowing the operator to be more efficient with what he's 
So you'll see moisture sensors, you know, it, when doing hay, you know, to adjust your your operations while the while the moisture is changing in the fields. Um, yeah, so I think you're just going to see a lot more technology and efficiencies in the future. Yeah, and to sort of add on to that, you you mentioned a lot more technology as well. Uh, something something else that I see is a lot more set it and forget it type of technology on machines because everyone's aware if you're in the ag world, there's a bit of a labor shortage, less operators, uh, especially less skilled operators. So any warm body you can get in a seat is a good thing. Uh, less time you have to spend training operators, how to effectively run the machine is a big advantage for any operation. Okay. So what you're saying, unlike phones that get harder to use, equipment will be easier to use. That's, I, I, simply, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Simpler is better in this industry. Okay. Okay. Well, guys, I appreciate the time you guys spent with us with Apple Farm Chatter coming here out to the College Corner Store. Um, before you guys go, I have kind of a little game for you guys. And so <laughs> I to prepare you guys for this. Um, so Klaus, of course, is a German company, right? Yeah. Okay. So I thought I would, because you've been with Klaus for 20 years. Yes. Okay. So we're, <laughs> we're going to see how well you've picked up uh, German culture. Oh working with Klaus. So I have the German qu culture quiz for you. Uh, let me get a pen. We're going to take scores here. We're going to see who who knows their German culture. <laughs> so let me write. All right. So I'm going to ask each of you a question. The other person can steal the question if you get it incorrect for the same amount of points, okay? So, yeah, right. so I got eight questions, four questions each. Okay. And uh, and so, Dean, if you don't get it, then, of course, Jim, you steal. Jim, you don't get it. Dean, you can steal it. Um, we'll see what happens. Okay. So let me... <laughs> so, Dean, I'm going to start with you. First question. There are this many castles in Germany. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> you have A, 32,000. B, 20,000. Don't get your... You can't... You have your phone out. You're not cheating. No, right? no. Okay. Just, uh, 20,000, 500, or 2,300. So how many castles are there in Germany? 32,000, 20,000, 500, or 2,300. I, th I think this is the, a rounded. I don't think they have exact, but... Yeah. Um, we'll go with 20,000. You actually are correct. I oh, wow. wow, that was. You know <laughs> that, right? I, you weren't guessing. I have actually been been to Germany several times the, and twenty thousand castles. Done the uh, Rhine River trips and visited several of the castles. So no pressure, Jim. I was not expecting him to get okay. that. Okay. All right, Jim. <laughs> how many kinds of sausages are there in Germany? Uh, I said roughly. Roughly, how many kinds of sausages? Is it 800, 2,500, 1,000, or two hundred and fifty? Uh, jeez, is twenty five hundred? Is that your guess? That sounds. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with twenty five hundred. That, that is incorrect. Dean, would you like to steal two fifty? Oh come on! That is also incorrect. The answer is a thousand. Ah. All right. Question number three. This goes to you, Dean. This tradition has come from Germany. Is it A the Christmas tree, B the tooth fairy, C Swedish fish, D birthday cake Christmas tree yep you have that that was an easy one that was an easy one that was an easy one all right Jim all right Germany one too yes that's so two to zero 
we got you got to get get some here, Jim. Germany was the first to adopt. Is it daylight savings time? The middle name? The metric system? Or the Olsen twins? Uh, I'm gonna say the middle name. That is incorrect. Dean, would you like to steal? Uh, daylight savings. Yeah, that actually is correct. This is not looking good for you, Jim. Oh <laughs> well, Dean's been to Germany. I haven't. This is well. Fair. Let's. You should know this one then. Okay. Okay. Well, Dean, you should know this one then we'll if you've see. been there. Okay. How do you order beer in Germany? Is it with the middle finger? Is it yelling beer me in German? Is it with a thumbs up? Or is it through an app? It would be with the thumb. Thumb is one. Two, three, four, five. That's, that's actually great. I was going to have to explain say, how that worked. If, but if anybody's going to know not, that, it's going to be Dean. Mm. <laughs> Very seldom do I ever just offer order one. Yeah. I'd, I'd be kind of interested to see what, what you would get if you ordered beer with a middle finger in Germany. No. <laughs> you might get a beer, but it might be thrown at you. Yeah. You get one, though. Just one. Only one. One. All right. You got some, so you got some work to do here. All right. Germany has the right to... Sorry. The Germany has the right to A. Take your land during government-sponsored events. B. Pop your hot air balloon for flying too fast. C arrest you for jaywalking, or D, deny baby names. I'm going to say deny baby names. You do. You have your first one right, Jim. That is correct. In Germany, <laughs> when you name your baby, it actually has to be approved by the government, and they can deny it. So no, no, no moonbeams, or... Or what other names that you deny that we don't deny here? Uh, when maybe, I said maybe not such a bad thing to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we all adopt that. Uh, I feel bad. I'm going to give an easy one to you now. Well, maybe we'll see. Dina, we'll see. are you ready for your question? Yep. Uh, America's favorite food is named after this German city. Is it Hans Dog? Is it Bratzelberg? Is it Hamburg? Or is it Coca Colaville? Hamburg. Yes, it is Hamburg. They invented the... Hamburger. Yes, that is correct. All right, five to one, Jim. No whole four now. Smoking. This is the last one, and then I might... I, I'll have one. I guess actually... You're going to have an all or nothing round? We'll have an, well, I have a, a one, one for bonus points. Okay. Your question, Jim. Lederhosen was worn in what area of Germany? Was it... Bavaria, Lidava, Bratzenberg, or Hufflepuff? Saying Bavaria, because that's the only place of those that sounds familiar to me. It's actually Hufflepuff. No, I'm kidding. It is say. <laughs> I, I know what Bavaria is. I don't know where it is, but at least uh, I've heard of it. <laughs> so, uh,. I think we just need to quit while we're ahead here. I don't yeah, think we need a bonus yeah. round. Yeah, I don't know if we can go. Dean, I'm just going to ask because I think you round. would know this one. The first Oktoberfest was a bachelor party, office party, wedding, or fish fry. Ooh, that I actually do not know, but I would say office party. That is incorrect. Jim, would you like to steal uh, yeah. this one? I'm going to say wedding. Yep. 
it was a wedding. But even with that extra point, it, it is five to three. So the, yeah. you, you are the... Uh, well, I wanted to say wedding, but I couldn't remember that as one of the options. <laughs> I, and, and your part-timer, I didn't. Are you are you the cultural prime minister for for German culture? No. Okay. Well, you got <laughs> you got more than I thought. You both did. Might as well be. The I was surprised. Cultural prime minister for German <laughs> culture, Klaus. Well, thanks again. We had Dean uh, with Klaus. We had Jim with Klaus um, here for our Klaus clinic, and we really appreciate the time you guys spent not just with the uh, the clinics today, but spending some time with Apple Farm Chatter. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Bradford. Thank you for listening to Apple Farm Chatter. If you haven't, subscribe today. Want more from Apple Farm Service? Like us on Facebook, follow us on TikTok, and check out our website, applefarmservice.com. Happy farming from your friends at Apple Farm Service and Apple Farm Chatter.